Innovation on the Edge and Microsoft Edge is a weekly podcast that explores the cutting edge of internet innovation and pop culture trends. Each week, we'll dig into how people are currently using the web to innovate, notable ways in which it's evolving, what its future might look like, and how we can create that future together. Welcome, curious creators, disruptors, and innovators to Innovation on the Edge. I'm your host, Chelsea Briggs, and today I'm chatting with my friend, Spicy Madi, who is a relationship expert and magnetic matchmaker. Welcome to the show, Spicy Madi. How are you today? I'm doing amazing. So excited to be here. Got your phone call and was like, yes, I got to come on. I know. I'm like so excited <laughs> to be reunited because we are talking dating on the internet and you are the perfect expert for this. Thank you. I love it because you and I actually met during the pandemic randomly. We were like at a hotel together yes. at the pool Yep. and I was actually on in a date with a guy that I met on the internet. Right. <laughs> and so the crazy thing was is that we met and we connected and then we've stayed in touch and you kind of coached me through that relationship that yep. ended up not being a thing anymore. Right, but that was great though. You came to the realization mm-hmm. like he's not the one and look at your bounce back. It's been amazing. We're doing a podcast now. Exactly. <laughs> but my point is, is you know my struggles with dating yeah. on the internet in just being single in general in this world we live in. And I know I'm not the only one. So I guess let's just kick it off talking about, like, why do you think internet dating apps get a bad rap? Mm, Okay. So it's unfortunate, but it's perspective, right? It's a new tool if we think about how long it's really been around in comparison to, like, traditional dating. And so when when you're unfamiliar with something and you don't get trained in something and you don't have a lot of experience with it and you're showing up with the same energy as you would in your natural everyday life, oftentimes you're going to sometimes try and then fail. And Mm. most people aren't comfortable with failure. Most people aren't comfortable with rejection. Most people, you know, count how many times they were rejected, internalize that experience. And then they're like, okay, I tap out. So because people aren't exercising the proper tool, both coaching and, you know, I do relationship coaching and matchmaking, um, they're not getting formal training. Like this is something that is – it's not – we overcomplicate the process. Mm. But if we just learn the simple tools, we would navigate dating apps so much better. But because people are waiting for someone to make them feel safe, someone to make them feel vulnerable, someone to impress them, they are oftentimes disappointed because they don't know themselves how to create or ignite passion, how mm. to make someone feel the romance, how to make someone feel excitement, how to entice someone. And then they don't even know how to do that in their own real, like, everyday lives, yeah. let alone bring it to a dating tool. And I love apps. It's been the best thing for my business because the more you strike out, the more you need me. Yes. <laughs> well, and I think what's insane is that, like, okay, before before the pandemic, you had the choice of like, you know, just meeting people at a bar or yeah. whatever. But now it's like it's been this thing where it's turned things upside down. I mean, all we had were dating apps. Yep. Do you think that this last year in the pandemic has normalized the dating app? Do you think people are getting more comfortable with it? Oh, my God. So much. I think that it was like a crash course in relationships online. And when I say that, like, I want to I want to separate the the notion from people actually dating. You're not physically dating on this app, right? Because it's it's really just a tool. You're connecting. Mm. So let's take away this notion and this high expectation of this relationship evolving and being formed in this app. That's not what it is. The, it's just a tool to connect you. Just like when you're 
online shopping. You're just putting in your order and then it gets delivered to you. But you still have yes. to have the experience of putting on the clothes and yeah. going out, you know, enjoying yourself, looking hot in that outfit, taking selfies. Like when it comes to dating apps, it is just the tool that you use in order to meet people. So when we don't like, know how to navigate and, you know, we are operating in a place of already experiencing disappointment, we start to feel like, okay, maybe I need to take a break from this. Maybe mm-hmm. I need to do a a, an app detox and so people will like hop off only to go back to like not talking to anyone not saying even hello we don't even say hello and smile at people when we see them yeah so i'm i'm excited because it made dating apps accepting like acceptable and then normal as well like more people than ever before float like flocked to dating apps and so that allowed us an opportunity to like learn this tool as much to the best of our ability, but also connect with people who we w- normally wouldn't connect with. It literally is like resumes online. We're uh-huh. not doing that on a normal basis. We hardly speak to people even when we go to the grocery store or when we go hiking. Like we aren't practicing enough interpersonal skills and communication. So I, what I love about dating apps is it gives you that opportunity to connect and to practice. But people don't want to see it as practice. They're mm-hmm. like, I just want to swipe on one person, him be my husband or wife, and then I'm done and I'm off the market. Totally. What I will say is I did a lot of FaceTime dates during the pandemic. Yay. I did. And um, and it was fun because, like, you would. You'd get ready. I'd still be wearing, like, yoga pants in the bottom. But then I had, like, <laughs> a cute little, like, top. I had my hair done, my makeup, whatever. But I also did, like, very casual makeup. Like, it was, like, good. not trying too hard. Perfect. But, um, but I what I did find is that conversation got deeper quicker. Mm-hmm. It was sort of this thing where you're just kind of – it's like you're sitting in your room. Yep. And, like, you feel more comfortable. Yep. And it's, like – I don't know if it was the times too, because you're you're just sort of like this is such a weird time. So like, <laughs> let's talk about what means what what means the most to us, kind right. of thing. But like, I liked it in a sense. Like it was just like, and I think you can tell via FaceTime if there's chemistry For right, right sure. away. You know. For sure. For sure. And like the process that I tell people to go through is like not just normalize dating apps, but like let's normalize going on FaceTime first prior to the date. So the actual like funnel of dating, the process should be you swiping on someone, messaging them, saying something witty, you compliment them first, and then you go to affirming whatever it is that they say. From the affirmation, you ask them questions. I like to use the share, inquire, respond formula. And then you get to learn more about them, share about yourself, inquire about them. And then, of course, once again, affirm what they say. Then we take them to the like, oh, my God, your energy is so great. I would love to see what it's like off, you know, this app. It's so formulaic. <laughs> I like who knew dating was like, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So it's like, and you might, meanwhile, you're messaging them for two weeks. And I'm yeah. like, no, get them to the FaceTime. Mm. Like we have to make sure that this person is who they say they are, but also that their energy is worth the continuous investment. Yeah. So why even like, you know, dress up and get ready and, you know, spin 250 on a date when you don't even know if you can like be friends with this person Mm. yet so hop on that facetime and see if there's a connection there so i love that you did that so even after the pandemic is over or like as things are starting to open up you still encourage doing the facetime for sure really okay so so that whole like slower dating process is going to continue you think as as things open up i think that it's not about quantity it's about quality yeah so if you want quality dates and quality experiences why not do like line up line up five facetime dates in a week if you Mm. want to you can do one every single day totally but you don't need to go out with five people because you're gonna get burnout right like if you go if you're trying to date all these people you're gonna get burnout so you i want you to learn quicker if someone is worth your time and worth the investment so do you think that the key to be successful on dating apps is to just go on a lot of them 
Oh, I think you should have an open mind. <laughs> that, and yes, right? I think like, we, so I like to build a pizza. I don't think that you should just be going out with like anybody. But I do think that, and I'll explain the pizza to you. It's um, the crust, the sauce, the toppings. I love this. So the crust is the foundation. Okay, what are the five core values that I need in order to call this person a good person, a good human being? You don't know them. You've never met them. But just for them to be considered a good, respectable human, they have to have these five core values. Then the next layer is the sauce. Okay, finally you meet this person. How do they have to treat you to stay in your orbit, right? What are the things that you need in order for the relationship to be nurtured? And then the next layer is the toppings. What are the five things that you need to be really attracted to this person? Wow. So if you go off of the pizza, then you're going to have an easier time navigating in the dating apps. But the problem is that we start with the toppings in the dating apps and, like, how they look versus the quality of the person. So mm-hmm. I like to reverse it and say, like, start with the foundation, then go to the sauce, and then the toppings versus the dating apps are teaching us to be to base everything off of physical attraction. I love that. I think that's great. And I, I think the thing that I struggle with sometimes, because it does feel – like a full-time job being on a dating app, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I'm in a couple as most people are that I know, but like what is, and I guess it depends for each person, but like, what is a good opening line? Like, how do you nail that opening line? Like what's yeah. the, I don't know. I'm sure I, I well, I'm curious to pick your brain on that topic. So I always say like, you need to have your spice breakers ready to go. These are the questions that are like icebreakers, but they're spicy. They're more intimate. They allow the person to share more details. But I always say, start with like a compliment after you affirm them, then you're going to go into sharing something about yourself. So, um, you know, been, been on here for like a week, looking forward to getting to know you. And then we ask a question, you know, what's been your experience? You know, I I see on your profile that you, you know, do engineering, you know, do you love that? Or, you know, outside of engineering, because I actually like you to not talk about your work. I want you to ask outside of engineering, like, what are your passions? What excites you? What do you love to do? Is family too much? No, absolutely. Ask for family. Ask about family. Okay. Like, are you the oldest of your siblings? Like, go straight Mm -hmm. into just like asking intimate questions. So that that person can open up. The sooner that you can get the person to open up, the sooner that you can learn more about them. Okay. But you have to share first. So from I'm curious to hear your opinion on, do you think that now there more people are looking for love? Like, is it more, do you oh, think the apps are being sure. used more in that way than just for sure. the hookup scene? Is you, that maybe why it's more normalized? Yeah, they're working hard to try to, like, change that. And so I applaud them for that because it's not easy. But you do see this huge wave of people since the pandemic thinking, oh, my God, it's the zombie apocalypse and I'm going to die alone. Like, what am I here for? What am I doing? What's my identity? It even happened to me. I'm married and I was like, what am I doing? Like, oh, my God. And luckily business was amazing during this. (laughs) But I was like, I don't have a child to leave my legacy to and I've been growing my empire. Mm. And that is when, like, the light bulb moment came on and was like, hmm, I've been teetering about having a baby. And we, like, decided, like, let's do this. Like, let's plan. Let's prep. And went through all the necessary steps. But it happens to all of us with this, like, moment during quarantine when you're like, what am I here for? (laughs) So talking about uh, being safe on dating apps. Yeah. What's your advice for that? Because that's also another thing that I think people that are still apprehensive about it. This is a little spiritual. We need to get back in tune and in alignment with our intuition. And so when it comes to your intuition and you feeling safe – 
Um, I I like to take risks, but I love calculated risks. This is why I always have like a strategy behind all of the relationship advice I get because you can go with the flow and you can be this like free spirit. However, because we are dealing with the time when you're not meeting someone in person who could still be a liar as well in person. Totally. Someone can totally lie about their identity, but we need to proceed with caution when it comes to the dating apps, just like we would in our real life, sliding through my DM. Like, what are you going to do to make me feel safe? You want to take me out? Mm. What are you going to do to make me feel safe? And I'm going to show up in a place of making you trust me as well, but it has to be a reciprocal situation. It can't be one-sided. So I don't recommend lying about your name on there, using profiles that don't, um, like pictures that don't look like you, or lying about your age or information because you're starting a relationship off with lies. So that's already karmically no bad. Trust. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I do recommend that funnel that I mentioned of like taking it from the app to, you know, your cell and to the FaceTime. So or at least a phone call so that that way you have an idea about who this person is first, because I don't want you going out on a date with a complete stranger. And we don't know if the person who's sitting at the bar is really who, you know, they say they are. They don't give you their whole name, but they don't want to give you first and last name. OK, well, we can't Red go flag. to dinner. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, how do I introduce you to my parents? It's not going to happen. <laughs> that, I think that's good to be remind everyone because I think even for me, I like to think I'm a good judge of character. Yeah. I trust my intuition. But like I can say like I've had those moments recently where I went on a second date when I – looking back, I'm like I knew. Mm-hmm. I knew. And, and maybe that was the lesson I needed to learn. But I think that is so – that's so huge. Just yeah. to really trust yourself. Like, but also, does this person have a LinkedIn profile? Yeah. Like, if not, okay, so oh, they're in the entertainment um, industry, so maybe they didn't create one. Okay, well, we should be able to find their footprint somewhere online, yeah. and then check out their IG as well. And if it doesn't feel right, chances are that it's not. Great advice. She knows her stuff. <laughs> she knows her stuff. Um, well, you talked about how business has been booming for you yeah. in the pandemic. Obviously, that's what we're talking about right now: online dating and just coaching, uh, dating. I want to know. I'm curious. How much are people willing to pay to find love? What have you? Oh my gosh, ten to thirty thousand. Really? Yeah. The people who are taking it very seriously, and that's for like coaching. Yeah. So like wow. the so I'm like putting my business out there, but like <laughs> still, I mean... still schedule a consultation. <laughs> um, but yeah, people are really taking their love lives seriously, yeah. and so it's an investment. But I understand that that is a high price, right? The ten to thirty k, because it depends on what you need. Like I create a program around where you're at in your love life, so. So when it comes to the industry period, um, that's what the going rate is out here. But it can go anywhere from like 75K based on you actually making that match. Some like matchmakers will ask for, you know, some kickback after you've made that match or you walk down the aisle. With my process, I take you through a 90-day five-phase program based on self, passion, intimacy, communication, and learning to say yes. So that's what like spicy Spicy, stands for. You need those five fundamentals. But I also have like a whole team that works with you. So I have a romance astrologist who tells me like what signs would be the best match for you, a marriage and family therapist, so we can have like some breakthroughs. Wow. It's great. Take it seriously. We'll pay these price points because that's honestly, I'm investing my entire life with you. Get 911 calls all the time on like, oh my God, he didn't text me back. What do I do? Or, oh my God, you know, she's going to a party that her ex is out. How do I handle that? Like I'm dealing with 911 crisis all the time. So it's not just the matching component that I do. It's the coaching. It's that personal time of being your accountability partner. Fascinating. So we're coming out of the pandemic now. Yeah. What is your advice to people that are just ready to get out there? They want to be in relationships. They want to go on dates. What is your, what's your advice? So I mentioned intent earlier, right? I think you should be very clear 
on what your relationship goals are. What, write down every single relationship goal that you have. Maybe you're just looking for better communication. Whatever those goals are, you're going to write those goals down. And then underneath it, a bullet point of what's the actual behavior that you have to do. What's the game plan underneath it of what you have to do to achieve that goal. So, like, it's a it's a map. It's a literal map that you're going to map out on, like, how you're going to achieve each one of these things. You should be doing one thing a day that serves your relationship goals. Interesting. One thing a day. We have to put forth some effort. So keep on the dating apps post-pandemic. Yes. You should be doing dating apps and in person. Okay. Accept every invite. Get yourself back out there. Let your friends know that you're on the market. 63% of majority of married couples meet through friends. So because of that, your chances are really high of your friends exposing you to someone. And I also believe that the homies should be passing someone who didn't work out on a date with them to you. So, like, <laughs> yeah. I think that we should all be more open-minded about, like, mm, you're not for me, but you know what? I might have a friend for you. That's really like, that's really good advice. So do you think it's going to be a 2021 single summer? Or do you think it's <laughs> going to be a relationship summer? I think it's going to be a smorgasbord, okay? Because a lot of people are craving intimacy right now, but not necessarily at a point in their life where they're ready for commitment. It's okay. a difference between wanting intimacy and wanting commitment. And so I think that people who want commitment need to find each other, and people who just want intimacy need to be very clear and that they're comfortable with that. I love it. Spicy Maddie, you are such an expert. I appreciate you so much. And I think you are just throwing out the best advice. It's true. And everybody stay on the dating apps too. Like 20% of people find love on these apps. They're in relationships right now from it. So you only have a great chance if you're doing the apps, plus meeting in person, letting your friends know. Like, let's take this seriously. True. I mean, I was always have been like, I'm not going to meet my soulmate on the app. I like still say it. But then I'm like, no, one in seven people meet. Yes. <laughs> Teaching me all the lessons, girl. You're the best. Where can everyone find you? At Spicy Madi. Go to thespicylife.com. Um, also check out the Spicy Life podcast. I give advice of relationships all the time on there. Um, I got to have you on there, Chelsea. Yes. And then uh, also my website, thespicylife.com. Awesome. So yes. much love, summer 2021. Yes, it's coming. Yes. I mean, oh my gosh, we just have to act on it, right? Yes. And so much love <laughs> to you for being on the show Thank today. Thank you. We'll so, so happy to be here. See you soon. Okay. Bye. I'd like to thank our guest, Spicy Madi, for joining me on Innovation on the Edge with Microsoft Edge. We'll be back next week with another episode exploring more internet innovations, pop culture trends, and how we can create a better future together. 